Welcome to Supply Chain Now, the voice of global supply chain. Supply Chain Now focuses on the best in the business for our worldwide audience, the people, the technologies, the best practices, and today's critical issues, the challenges and opportunities. Stay tuned to hear from those making global business happen right here on Supply Chain Now. Hey, hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Scott Luton and Greg White, a good-looking Greg White, here with you today on Supply Chain Now. Welcome to today's live stream. Greg, it's just that color. We were talking about in the green room. It just pops with your eyes. Not like, thank you. Wow, thank you. Not like the usual Greg White, what you're saying. <laughs> Not at all. Love the color and the nice, good-looking haircut. But hey, Greg, talk about good-looking. we got an outstanding conversation here today. Mm. A couple of business leaders doing big things, especially when it comes to shipping freight and leveraging tech to shipping much more successfully. Big show today, huh? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. As always, I'm going to give him up. Shannon Valancourt is here from Rate Links. You know how much and what high regard I hold him. Yes. And our other guest is helping people, right? Like get stuff done and, and a Chiefs fan. Just yes. Minor detail. So. Big old can uh, 11 years. I think he's had season tickets for 11 years. He got a big tailgate coming up. We're going to dive right into that. And we will try to keep it on topic. Scott. <laughs> right. Right. Big show here today. A lot of folks are still struggling, certainly with shipping successful. It's a lot of good stuff here today. All right. So Greg, within, with no further ado, I'm going to go ahead and welcome in our two panelists here today. We've got Scott Wolfer, process analyst with Power Sales and Advertising Inc. And as you mentioned, Shannon Valancourt, president of Ratelinks. Hey, hey, Shannon, welcome back. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Great, great to see you. And Scott Wolfer, welcome to Supply Chain Now. How you doing? Good, good to be here. Good to be here. Well, all right. So we were talking, Greg, lots of football in the pre-show. Mm -hmm. That just spilled right over, in addition to your good-looking shirt, spilled right over into our live conversation here today. And that's going to spill right over into our fun warm-up question that I bet all three of y'all are going to have some really good answers. Are y'all ready to go? Oh, yeah. All right. So, Scott, we kind of threw you out there a little bit. We talked about your grand tailgate you've been hosting a while. Thank you and your brother there in Kansas City. Kansas City hosts Chicago this coming weekend. So here's the question. So today, folks, is National Pepperoni Pizza Day. It's National Fried Rice Day. It's National Queso Day. And... Right. It's National Rum Punch Day for some. That might be what they use <laughs> on certain game days. So here's the fun one question. With football back in full swing, Shannon, the Chicago Bears, they're going to get better. The Chiefs <laughs> continue to keep on rolling. So the question is, what's one food? And Scott Wolf, I'm going to start with you. What's one food that's required at any tailgate that you host? Oh, uh, Wings are always there. Wings okay. can't go wrong. Is there a certain flavor? Char, I'm with the group, a big group, and so we have all the flavors. <laughs> so the wings is one thing that you have to have, but one thing I do love is a little bit of sliced brisket. Oh, there you go. Man. Some, some okay. gel sauce. Okay, Scott, thank you very much. My stomach is now rumbling. Yeah. Shannon Valancourt, what would you, if you're hosting the big old tailgate, what's got to be there? I'd say besides what Scott said, coming from the Midwest, we'd, of course, have some Chicago-style hot dogs. Gotta there we go. That. 
Man, that sounds delicious to me. I love a good hot dog. Although, Greg, I'm coming to you next. For me, I love Chicago. I love any hot dog, let's face it. But I like mine with mustard, coleslaw, and Tabasco. That's my hot dog of choice. Greg White, you go to, you've been going to Chiefs games for a long time. You've got, I, I've been with you. Talk about the layout y'all have got. What's one food that you can't separate from your Chiefs football experience? Burn ends. Invented in Kansas City. They wouldn't exist if it weren't for Kansas City. So have to have burnt ends. I'm just gonna let every I'm just gonna leave that out there for our global guests and let them Google and figure out what burnt ends are. Yeah. I'm not gonna explain it. Oh yeah. You know, I was just watching the, one last comment. We're gonna get a couple uh, folks from the cheap seats and, and folks want to hear from you throughout the hour. But I was just watching a YouTube episode with Myron Mixon, who is based here in Georgia, and he was showing us how to cook brisket. According to him, in six hours, which is really fast, but uh, I'll save that for another day. Catherine says, hey, if you're in, a, in the ATL, lemon pepper, leading flavor for those wings. Okay. Tracy, growing up in Texas, you better have barbecue. I, th I think we've got barbecue well covered. This user, who must hail from the Cincinnati or Midwest. Gotta be Cincinnati. Skyline Chili. I wonder if that is Shannon. Let's see here. T-squared. The other Shannon. Shannon C. Uh, T-squared <laughs> says, bring on the nourishment. Both supply chain management and tailgate. And of course, Tracy loves some bird ends as well. Okay. Why do I imagine why do I, ima I imagine Tyrone having T squared having exactly the same accent you do? Just the way that he says own <laughs> That's a good point. We're gonna have him on eventually and, and try right. to that. Um, all right. So, and that was Shannon C talking about Skyline Chili. Yeah. All right. So uh let's let's shift gears while we're here. We got a big topic here today. And what we want to do here, Scott, Shannon, and Greg, you know, there's not enough context in this world we live in. So we want to start with providing some of that context for our global audience here. So Scott, we'll start as we level set. Tell us a little bit about power sales and advertising and what y'all do. Power sales, we're a stocking distributor specializing in one-off drop ship. The nuts and bolts of the business is to pick, pack, and ship, process all the shipments. The majority of our customer service is premier incentives industry through we handle the fulfillment of the retail for them. We sell co consumer products often found in Home Depot, Best Buy, Bed Bath and Beyond, and such. Okay, so you got some 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 retail heavyweights there that y'all have got to deliver on. So we'll probably yes. touch on that throughout today's conversation. I appreciate that, Scott. And you're based in Kansas, right? You are. Yes, sir. Okay. We're next to Kansas, right in the heart of America. <laughs> I love that. And you've got some kindred spirits here. Greg, of course, grew up there, and I spent two years with the world's most dominant uh, Air Force right there in Wichita, Kansas. All right. Thank you, Scott. Shannon Valancourt. A lot of folks, you've been with us, as Greg mentioned on the front end, new, you know, for years now. So, But for our new audience members, mm -hmm. tell us what Rate Links does in a nutshell. What we do is we help companies like PowerSales make their shipping process and really drive a lot of efficiencies there. I think that's really it in a nutshell. It's for us, it's about efficiencies and trying to automate the manual, you know, that way you get rid of the mistakes and you just make it more consistent and quick and easy for companies like power sales to do what they do. Man, Greg, that is music to my ears. Can it really just be that simple, Greg? I mean, it can, if you've built good enough technology and you've been doing it long enough, which we know Shannon has, right? So what I love about your viewpoint, Shannon, is you focus on the so what, the end goal, right? Not the how you do it, but the what it means more than mm -hmm. the what it does. And that, 
you know, that's a great perspective to have when you're talking to a technology company, by the way. That's right. And Shannon, I have not, I think we have been collaborating for three or four years. Shannon doesn't get rattled, folks. So you can tell your Shannon that his car is on fire. He doesn't get rattled. And we might be rattled now, Scott. We'll never know. <laughs> right. Right. As he shared in the pre-show, he can take some of those head coaches out there. When you asked him yeah. about the Bears, yeah. When you asked him about the Bears, he seemed a little rattled. But <laughs> well, I have known him for a long time. That's that right. Would be, that would be more sad. <laughs> more sad. <laughs> hey, there's better. Sad. All you Chicago Bears fans out there, beyond just Shannon, there's better times ahead. We'll see. All right. So now we've kind of level set. I want to dive in a little bit deeper, uh, deeper, Scott, with some of your operations and a little more about your business, what y'all been experiencing. So let's start. So I think it'd be helpful for our audience to know that the scale and mix, tell us about the scale and mix of your transportation operations, Scott. So we ship ground shipments, truck shipments. We ship a little bit of everything, somewhere between five to 8,000 packages a day to single packages drop ship to single customers. And during our busy season that's coming up, we'll be shipping between probably eight to 15,000 a day with making around 25 to 30,000. Filling in people's credit card rewards, stuff like that. Getting them their Christmas presents. We'll ship anything from a TV to an iPad to a camping chair. Fishing poles, you name it, we got it. And we've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this since for 11 years now. Or actually, no, 12 years now. Okay. I started out packing. And on the front line, packing the packages. And the growth we've had is over these 11 years is, is crazy, mm. but we're more efficient. We keep continue to grow. We're continuing to look to expand, to see what we can do better, how we can ship packages pack faster, become more efficient. And that's part of the reason why we came to Shannon and Rately since we, it was time to move on to a, a bigger and better shipping software that mm. can accommodate us. Well, Scott, you're reading my mind. We're going to dive into that in just a minute because I think there's a lot of uh, information that can help folks out there. I want to pause just a second before I go further with Scott Wolfer. Greg, that is one good-looking hat that Scott Wolfer is wearing. And as he shared with us the pre-show, because Scott mentioned he started on the front line, that T-shirt, I think, was designed by someone in the warehouse. Right, Scott? Yeah, Seth Gifford, our shipping manager. Okay. All right, so Seth. You're going to get some phone calls. we got to get some merch. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> But kidding aside, Greg, I, I love stories that touch on the front line. That's where that, when we talk about going to the Gimba. That's where the value is created. And I love that Scott's story started there. Greg, your quick thought. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it, it's 100% about that. You know, we talk about this a ton. All the promises that you make as a, a retailer, a shipper of any kind, any, any kind of company that sells B2B or B2C, Make any of those promises you want. The only thing that delivers on those promises is delivering on Mm. those promises. That's right. That's right. And those promises get, as Scott pointed out, get a lot trickier as we move into the uh, peak season where they go from 5,000, 8,000 packages a day to eight to 15,000 packages a day. We're going to talk more about what enables that in a second. But hey, before you implemented a new TMS solution, Scott Wolfer, what were some of the shipping inefficiencies and challenges that you're, you and your team were experiencing? Running on some shipping speed, maybe the, just the customer service part to where if something happened, we needed to reach out. We need to figure this out now. It would take a lot of time to get a resolution here. 
We'll get things a lot faster. I know efficiency on our packing side, running our batch printing is where we have a hundred of the same item going to a hundred different customers. We type it in our computer and it may take five minutes, 10 minutes to print. Here with ship rate links, we've sped that up times five. Multi-line orders, one thing, a big thing is we used to have to hand type in our, our non-packers, the things we just slapped a label on. We'd have to type in every weight and dim if it was more than one. Wow. Now we don't have to do that at all. We, don't, we just scan the product and we have that information. It's huge for us. Oh, I bet. And Shannon, I'm going to come to you next really quick. Greg, what adds to how big that is, because we were talking, I think one of the last shows, Shannon joined us. All the errors. I can't remember the ratio. How many keystrokes you could expect? One. Okay. For every, <laughs> for every nine keystrokes, you'd expect an error. So imagine eliminating so many keystrokes, Greg. I mean, that's an instant equalizer, huh? Yeah. Well, it feels like a lot more than one out of nine, doesn't it, when you're experiencing it? But yeah, it, it, that's an incredible risk. And it, I, part of what this makes me think about is it's possible to outgrow a technology. Scott, you said you were using technology before, right? Right. right. So I, I think one of the things that there was anything I would be on the lookout for out there is that a technology that can be both simple to use in your early stages when your processes or maybe even your business altogether is relatively immature, but a, a technology that can mature as the company grows is incredibly <laughs> valuable because you just feel like, sorry, if this brings up a painful memory, Scott, just feel like you just threw away a bunch of money if you have to change technology. So having something that can grow with you is really, really critical. And, you know, make that assessment part of your evaluation process when you're looking at any kind of solution, frankly, but especially technologies. Agreed. Very well said, Greg. Okay, Shannon, bringing you into the conversation, back in the conversation. Scott Wolfer just shared a lot of challenges that he and the team were experiencing prior to implementing and that ne next chapter technology uh, for their team. And when you hear that, I bet going through your, between your ears is lots of customer conversations. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, when I was in uh, Kansas City with Scott and the team there, and we walked through the warehouse, I mean, I saw what I see, I saw a lot of familiar stuff. And it's just the inefficiency. Um, I'm watching the packer and I'm like, hey, why are you having to type that in? Why are you having to click that? And why is it taking so long? And some of the stuff I was told, I'm like, this, that makes no sense. Mm. I'm like, that's not, I don't think that's the real reason. And, and that's what I find across the board where really a, a, some people, when they go put in their TMS system, what, what we see is not necessarily that they outgrow it. It's that they finally realize that the gaps that they never really closed are becoming a problem, more mm -hmm. and more of a problem. And I think that's where power sales really fell into that category. Just like a lot of other customers, the system that they had was, you know, fine. It just couldn't do that little extra 10% to do that automation that power sales really needed. Why is that person having to key that in? Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden power sales volume goes up, that extra 10 seconds, 15 seconds, gets amplified. And then it might have been fine in the beginning because they didn't have the volumes. But as their volumes increased, that's where those little bitty inefficiencies that the other provider just couldn't close that gap on 
becomes amplified. And that's what I see a lot of. And that's why the way that we put everything together for us is make sure we close that last, you know, 10% gap. Yeah, I always likened it to like a ice cream sundae where it's everyone goes out, they get the ice cream and they put the hot fudge on it and they're like, I'm done. And it's, yeah, you are until you want sprinkles ah. or you want some nuts on it or you want some caramel because you're just tired of the vanilla and the hot fudge. Uh, Homemade whipped cream. Yeah, Shame. it's going to be good for a while, right? But then eventually you're going to want that little bit extra. And that's what we're able to deliver. And I think that's where a company like Power Sales was a perfect example. And a lot of that was because of their complexity. They had mm. three... I would say almost four kind of unique processes that you guys had there, Scott, that we had to handle with yeah. one solution and know that, oh, I'm doing the singles, I'm doing the batch, I'm doing the multis, and then I'm doing the automated with the RF gun just printing on the on that Wi-Fi printer that's out there in the warehouse. So it's mm-hmm. like, they, you guys were like four, four installs in one kind of. Yeah. So, Greg... Quick question, then I get you a comment on what you just heard there there from Shannon. Shannon was talking about those questions he was asking as he was touring that that warehouse. How many minutes do you think Shannon needs to spend in a warehouse before he he comes to a quick assessment, Greg? Uh, (laughs) 0.06. I mean, I I feel like, you know, well, I mean, I've had a lot of warehouse tours. And once you've been through them a number of times, they all sound the same. Well, over here. Trucks back up and stuff comes off the doors, through the doors, and then we put it up on the shelves. And then when people want it, we pull it down off the shelves and we ship it out these doors over here. I'm like, every time, wow, has anyone else thought of this? So, but there are a lot of nuances that that are unique. Usually, what I've found, and Shan, I'd love to get your feedback on this. What I've found is a lot of those nuances are because of accommodations of staff or process technology. Or, you know, or, or some sort mm. of, honestly, almost flaw in the business. And when you do an assessment for a new technology like this, you assess all those things. And, and somebody like Shannon can identify those things in minutes as opposed to, you know, kid fresh off the campus in Chicago from one of the big four accounting firms. So, I mean, do you, do you find that? I'm curious, Shannon. Do you find that, any, you know, it's, it's often kind of an accommodation of something unique about the company, not about... Even the business oh, order. I mean, power sales does some stuff that I've never seen before. And I'm like, why do you do that? You know, help me understand that one. And, and it yeah. was the batch, the batch one through me. And they're like, well, we, you know, we looked at it and, and we're more efficient doing it this way. We actually analyzed it and this is more efficient. And it's like, wow. And, you know, there makes sense after you understand the product, their business. Yeah. Totally makes sense. And then, you know, like with the singles, they were doing fishing poles that day is what I noticed. Okay. It's just, you know, they had, the person had a box full of fishing poles. So it's, everyone's getting one. It doesn't matter which one goes to, it's the same fishing pole. It's going out the door. So yeah. How do you drive that as quickly as possible? So it's like, Mm -hmm. they set up these unique processes based on their business, which was kind of cool. And then all I do is I watch the people. Mm. Because that's the, you know, again, with every process that you map out, every time a person touches it, you have a chance of an error. So I'm watching them and it's like, what are you doing? 
Um, are you actually having to key something in? Are you having to read a screen? Because that's like, you know, why are you doing that? Yeah. And some of it is part of the process. There's just nothing you can do about it. It's like, why is the person put it in the box? Well, because it won't walk into the box by itself. So I, I can't do anything about that one. But why are they touching the screen? Why are they reading this? Why are they touching the keyboard? Why are they touching a mouse? And it was because I put it on the scale, but I have to then click a button for it to read the scale. And I'm like, well, that seems kind of st stupid. Oh, man, how about we make that just work for you? And they're like, yeah, that would be fantastic. So it's just those little things. It's amazing. Times 15,000 times a day. Yes. Time you can gain very quickly. Very well said. And, and enabling yeah. the team to be more successful, right? Making their days easier. And of course, going back upstream to what you or Greg, one of you mentioned, I think it was your ice cream Sunday. And Scott, I'm coming back to you in just a second for some more benefits. But Shannon, you're talking about the ice cream sundae. Well, yeah, you may not want the sprinkles and the ice cream and all the new accoutrements, but your customers might, and you better be in position to deliver. And yeah. it sounds like uh, Scott and his team are more than in that position, ready to make it happen, ha are making it happen. All right, really quick, Shannon, I, I love how you and Scott both really painted, I think, uh, along with Greg, a wonderful visual for folks that, 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 that they can probably relate, especially if they're in warehouse operations. And by the way, Greg, I'm going to get you to, to use that accent again in a future show. I like that. But Shannon, anything else that we, didn't, <laughs> that we didn't touch on? There's a great Eddie Griffith, Griffith episode where Barney Fife makes a certain voice and Gilmer Pyle is just amazed and said, do that, do the accent again. Yeah. It's a great scene. All right. So Shannon, anything else in terms of challenges, integration, shipping challenges that we didn't touch on that you think are really important to call out here before I go back to Scott? You know, I mean, I think it just comes down to finishing, getting to the bottom of everything, not just leaving it as is. And I think that's where we did the install. They were up and running live. And then we stayed on it for a number of weeks afterwards, just to make sure there wasn't anything else. And, you know, a couple of things always come up. Right. And, you know, that's where you finally, that's that final piece where now this thing fits like a glove and they get, you know, as much efficiency and value out of this solution as possible. And I think that's really the other benefit that you get with us that makes us a little unique. Mm. Well said. All right. So Scott Wolf, we're bringing you back in. Uh, let's talk about outcomes, benefits, results. I think we've already, we, we, we've touched on a couple of these, but what else? What are some of the other benefits you and your team have been really seeing and feeling and experiencing from the ShipLinks TMS? A lot of efficiency. Um, you know, here at PowerSales, we pride ourselves on getting packages out the door in a timely manner. That's what has helped us grow. It's trying to stay within a two-day window of you order something, we're shipping it out. Okay. Um, a lot of places that do stuff like us can't do that. And it starts at the top with uh, Dave and all the guys uh, where they show pride and they come out to the warehouse. And then the guys on the line, they want to make hit Dave's numbers and hit the two day window. Yep. Even if we're getting this. And so one of the big things is the report giving us a report of what we shipped today, how much we shipped, what type of box we shipped, all that stuff. And we're working on that reporting now with it so we can get that automated. So we're seeing that daily number. Everybody's seeing that so we can take some pride in our packaging and our production out there because that really does. It just, it, we're a family business that's 
just grown tremendously over time. And it really reflects out there in the guys working and what they want. And being to see a visual of that is a big thing. It's a big thing for them. Okay. So that helped. And then also, like he was mentioned, the batch part mm-hmm. is we came up with that a couple of years ago because we have, we'll have tons and tons of orders of people ordering the same thing. We'll run a special program or something and we'll have 500. Well, cutting that in a time to where we don't have to spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes printing out labels, and that can be done in five minutes and given to somebody that's picked that product, and now they're just slapping labels on there, that speeds up the process tremendously, mm. which is a great, great thing. And then the biggest thing, once again... Having to hand type in those multi-line orders. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I had two non-packers typing in 15, 12, 10. Think about that. Doing that 100 times a day, 165 times, whatever. It's, it adds up. And so you'll see the numbers increase, the efficiency increase, mm-hmm. and our shipping rates increase. So that's what it's all about is getting better, growing, finding something that we can grow with. And this is what we found. Love it. All right, so Greg, I'm gonna get you a comment. Before I do, you're Scott Wolfer. You're talking about Dave. I'm assuming Dave is out there making promises to your customers. Is that right, Scott? Oh yeah, sorry. Dave's the owner of the company. Ah, uh, okay. Out there, um, and the team wants to have his back and be able to, perf- uh, you know, execute on what he's committing to. I'm, that makes perfect sense, Scott. Right. I love and it. And the whole sales team. Yeah. Whole t- okay. All right, so Greg, by my count, Scott Wolfer was talking about report. I'm adding Scott's last name just for clarification, right? Uh, me and him, our accents are so alike. Me and Scott. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. So reporting, batch, batch order optimization, and eliminating those keystrokes, which is probably my favorite. These fat fingers of mine. <laughs> if one error in nine keystrokes is like the average, I'm at like one in four, I'm sure. But Greg, what'd you hear there? I heard upwards of 10 errors. I mean, you got to figure... How many keystrokes are there in keying in a line item? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, just the, uh, the pain of that and the potential for those keystroke errors, right? But I mean, there is so much opportunity for it. I mean, when you think about it from that perspective, you just see there's just wasted time because even if they catch their own error, they have to go back and fix it, mm-hmm. right? Eight, nine times. So being able to eliminate that is incredibly valuable. It gives everybody much better job satisfaction. The customers mm. are much more satisfied. Everything happens faster, right? You cut down on labor costs, frankly, because you're not spending time making mistakes, which you also pay for. And, you know, and you can up your throughput as well. Mm. So all around winner, winner, chicken dinner, Shannon Valancourt. What, before we move into. Microsoft Dynamics 365 and, and what you see there. Any, any comment you want to make on those outcomes and those, those powerful results, those practical results that Scott was talking on? Uh, I mean, that was, you know, we were sitting there. We were, <laughs> so we were sitting there in the conference room having barbecue uh, after having the tour. Joe's. Yeah, what was it, Scott? Do you remember? Did we get Joe's or Arthur Bryant's? Ooh. Man, it whatever was next to the hotel that we stayed at, that's Joe's. I think it was, I think, is it? It was whatever it was. It was, well, wait, did you say in Kansas yeah. City, Missouri, or on the Kansas side? We were like 10 minutes from their office. Near- I want to say it was Arthur 
Right. Well, no. I, this I this requires we're an all market and visit and analysis and taste test. Yeah. So we're, we're I'll be doing that on I'll be doing that on Sunday, Scott. I, <laughs> we, Scott and I will confirm. Yeah. The the source of the product and report back. <laughs> okay. Shannon report back. Really, what we talked about there in that meeting was these types of outcomes are what they wanted, and. And then at the end of the day, the biggest uh, thing that they needed and that they really wanted was just support, good support. Mm -hmm. And that's where all of our support's right here. I mean, it's right outside my office here in Scottsdale. And that way they get the quick turnaround. I mean, you know, this is a mission critical application mm -hmm. for our customers. They can't ship. They can't invoice their customers. They can't make money. Uh, it's a bad, bad thing if this doesn't work well. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why not only just being able to get hold of someone, but making sure that the system is reliable, uptime. I mean, that, you know, it's like, how much have they gained on that? You know, that's a little harder one to measure, I think, because that would come up from time to time. Mm. And you just don't know until it happens that, oh, yeah, this was way faster to get an answer on something than it was before. So, I mean, mm. that, that's the other part that I think was incredibly important to power sales. That aftercare, that support, which is so critical. And then moving back on the front end, which I heard here from you and Scott, and Greg, we've touched on this in earlier episodes with uh, Shannon and his team, is getting to know the business, asking the right questions up front. Right. So, you know, uh, so we know what we're doing and we can move faster, more effectively, more effectively, faster. I think that's what I'm going to say. All right. So, Shannon, let's talk about, oh, Greg, any, any quick comment before I move on to um, Dynamics? Microsoft Dynamics. I think we've covered it. Okay. Good, good, good. We slathered it on like... Does Arthur Bryant's have barbecue sauce, by the way? Easy. Okay. I'm talking about Midwestern barbecue. It's right. a rub. Okay. My bad. Okay. My bad. Barbecue sauce is for amateurs. At least that's huh. what I was Oh, man. Kid. That hurts me in the heart. Okay. All right. Good, I, good. It's, it's, a, it's a Kansas... It's Missouri a dairy barbecue thing. Kansas City <laughs> barbecue. We'll say that. All right. All right. So, Shannon, let's talk about when it comes to optimizing Microsoft Dynamics 365. How can working with a powerful, robust TMS do just that? You know, what we found is the way that we're able to process not only just the small parcel shipments, but also the freight shipments and give them the correct process based on the mode of freight, along with how they have their warehouse set up, how they're running their business is where we found that we can really optimize that whole shipping process within D365. Uh, you know, because otherwise what we're finding is they were kind of stuck with a certain way because of how D365 worked or how you had to do the packing slips in there and things like that. So, you know, power sales is kind of a microcosm of everybody out there. Like I said, they were like four installs in one. And that's what we've been seeing across the board with other D365 customers is they're doing, it's like that portion of them is, you know, it's very, very similar to power sales and how they do stuff. They just don't have quite the variety um, that power sales does. So it, again, it's just the usual, man, getting to know how they're doing things. Why are you doing it that way? And then not putting in a system to fit into a bad process, make the process just a little bit better. And it's just driving the efficiency, get rid of the manual touch. That's what I've been taught forever and ever. Get rid of the manual touch. 
back in the early 90s when I was installing these systems myself. Yeah. In the good old days. That's what we watched for, man. That's why that whole, you know, every nine keystrokes, the person makes an error because that was what we were doing was eliminating the keystrokes. Because you think about back then, back then, right. how did they transfer information between systems? It was, yeah, this is how they did. And that's why they used the term sneaker net. You would take it from one place to another, little stuff like that. So, Shannon, we're going to have to get your, you sit down and write a book about those early days. Sneaker uh, net. I love that. So let's do this. So Scott, I want to touch on something because Shannon's mentioned fishing poles. And Scott, you were talking about some of the different products. Yeah. Just a wide assortment. Not to put you on the spot, but, but illustrate that. <clears throat> Between fishing pole, what else do you ship out? To kind of to talk so, about like I mean, We can ship out. We've got bath towels out there that we'll ship out. We've got a ton of tools, power tools. And these are all, we'll go from, re, we'll go from a box that, product that you will put in an envelope, all types of electronics, you name it, we got it. Mm. To, we have mini fridges, man, workout equipment. We really try to just provide for all our customers as much as we can. It's like, so we're kind of a drop, one-off drop ship customer. So we're fulfilling orders. We're trying to get the customer's website full of product that they have or want to offer. As it was explained to me one time, like, if somebody can use their credit card points to buy some clothes or yeah. they can buy a car or they can go on a trip or, hey, they might mirror the website and pick five things from us and we'll ship them out. Man. And it gives all the type of variety. And the thing is about us is we're always growing and we're always changing. And what might ship in March may not be the same as what's shipping in, in, Jan or in December because... The weather, the time, people are ordering coolers, fire pits, all that stuff. And so we really needed something that would help. Hey, Shannon, we need to add this to our list here in two weeks. This We're doing this now. Can we make this change? And can we do this? And the team's been great to work with. Love it. Love it. Okay, man, Greg, I'm going to pull you back in here. Scott loves, clearly, at least to me, Scott loves what he does. And there is a can-do, man, if ever, if all their team members like Scott, there's this can-do attitude that, uh, what do you need? We're going to make it happen. I love that. Greg, what else did you observe as Scott was talking about the growth and complexity and how- When you talk about the market they're in, Premier and Incentive, these people have earned what they're getting shipped to them, right? They had a hell of a sales quarter or year or something like that, or they've racked up a bunch of credit card points and they're buying it on their Amex site or wherever, right? And, you know, or it's a gift with purchase kind of thing. And all of those are critical to the identity of the company that is expecting power sales to deliver this stuff, right? Yeah. So there's nothing that's more of a bummer than ordering something that you're getting because you accomplished something big and it being late, broken, slow to arrive, whatever, right? So it, it's, there's a lot of psychology in this that impacts the brand identity of the company that power sales is fulfilling for. So it's a really important thing and that they rec one, Scott, that you yeah. recognize that and that you guys work so hard to make sure you fulfill against that promise, both actually fulfilling the goods, but just generally trying to do it in the right way is critical, but it's also really complex because 
sometimes these are while supplies last kind of things and limited time only and all that sort of thing. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of complexity that goes along with that. I, I learned something so far, really. Okay. And that's that there, yeah, I mean, there are good reasons for some of these processes sometime offline. I want to, I still want to understand this batch thing, guys. So we'll, we'll <laughs> be so offline. You got to see it. Okay. We're yeah. going to make a trip. And Scott. Well, okay. okay. So Arthur Bryant. Yes. Joe's Arrowhead and Power Sales. Okay? Yes. And That's Shannon's. Doing this weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, and I'm Shannon's stories from back in the 90s because there's a lot uh, more there that Shannon's not letting letting on. All right. Greg, I like how you think, as always. And really quick shout out. Bill Stankevich holding down the fort in Savannah, right. making things happen. I agree with you, Bill. Great speakers today. And I love the dynamic between Shannon and Scott. I'll tell you. Before we, we share some resources, make sure folks know how to connect with you. Scott, I love your, your, just your disposition, your passion for what you do. What, when you think about everywhere you've been, and then you think about where you are today and where you're headed, what is, what is one thing you're most excited about, Scott Wolfram? The future, to see where this company goes, where we go. Like I said, I started out on the packing line. Now I have my hands in so many different pots. It's exciting. It's yeah. in the opportunity, the growth, knowing that you can be somewhere. And like I said, this company has been pride, pride themselves off being a family driven business. And you can tell out in the warehouse, the growth from it being small to where we're at now. Now we've just expanded and got another warehouse. Who knows where the future is going to hold for us? And it's really endless opportunities. So. And to see that for other guys out in every position, whether mm. you're customer service or, and you see it, the passion from everybody, whether customer service or you're packing a package or you're putting that package from the front dock so we can ship it out. You see people take pride in what they're doing. And it really reflects around everybody else. Because we've all been to a company or worked with some people and it's to work with a negative and an environment that doesn't bring positive and mm. that this company takes care of. So that's one thing that I like to look forward to is just the future of where we're going, what we're doing. Like I said, Shannon on his, what, why we signed up with them is because we might call them here in three weeks. I mean, since the start of when I started working with Denise, we, I've added at least five things from what we originally planned because that's just the way the flow goes. And it's awesome. And just a little insight on that batch printing part. Yeah. Oh, on boy, yeah. More stuff that it saves. So originally when we we'd go and we have to package a package, it was started back when we had a warehouse in our in the caves over in Lamexa. Okay. And you'd have to go up to the desk. And this is when we had to key in all the, no matter what, every non-packer had to get keyed in. Right. Before we eliminated we all those on. keystrokes. Yeah. Then we moved on and we were like, all right, we're updated. We're going on now. Now all we have right. to do is scan every box and look at all. Well, then we started getting on. Okay. Well, how can we improve this? Well, instead of if I have a hundred or 500 of the same items and I have a guy that's going to pick it in D365 in our system yeah. and all those products are picked, why do I have to scan that product 500 times? Mm. When all I should have to do is click, scan the wave and click OK. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that happens, it starts processing those orders for you. 
And that alone is a game changer. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. All right, Greg, he heard, he heard your question and stood and delivered. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Makes my thumb hurt just to think about scanning (laughs) something. Right. (laughs) All right. So Shannon, what a great story and appreciate you and, and Scott being here today. But folks, they brought some resources. So Shannon, not only are we got a link, I believe our team's going to drop in the cheap seats in the comments, or you can learn more about Raid Links and its integrations. I love this tagline. Simple, scalable, powerful. It's like a $6 million man, the, the yeah. old TV show back in the day. Right, Greg? I barely remember it, Scott. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lee Majors. I, although I like Lee Majors yeah. more than the Fall Guy. The Fall Guy was my, was my show back in the 80s. Okay. But beyond the integrations, because there are a ton of those, y'all check those out. We have got, Shannon, this case study where y'all helped a Fortune 100 save millions, millions of dollars. Really quick blurb about this, Shannon. Watch the folks check it out. I mean, it's the usual. Again, just these are hard for me because it's like, to me, it's pretty obvious. We just eliminate the manual, let the computer do most of the work to uncover all this stuff because you can't do this by hand mm. too much, way too much. And yeah. I think that's the, that's probably the difference with us is we do automate a lot of things to make it more efficient, whether it's on the shipping side or on the freight audit side, we're going to get to the bottom of it and clean it up and automate it. And then that's how you're going to squeeze everything out of it every single time. Yeah. That's what the automation brings you is consistency. Yeah. Otherwise, if it's manual, you're going to catch it sometimes. And then if you're not having a great day, you're not going to catch it that day. It's just how mm-hmm. it goes. We're human, unfortunately. <laughs> that unfortunately comments. Interesting one, Shannon. But, no, but sorry, I guess. <laughs> right, Greg? That's right. Right. <laughs> 83,000 labor hours saved from that use case. And, and of course, what Scott, Scott Wolfer was talking about, I mean, I, I, he was talking about how many, how many hours and how much easier they, their days have, have gotten a number of different ways, but including all those, man, tens, hundreds of thousands of keystrokes that were just eliminated. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, Greg, your quick comment. I'm going to make sure folks can connect with Scott and Shannon in just a second. And you know what? Let's go ahead and do that. That way, I'm going to circle back. I'm, I'm going to get your golden key takeaway, Greg oh, White. Here we go. No no pressure or anything. Scott Wolfer, again, really appreciate you taking time out. As busy as you and your team clearly are growing, I love how you have shared y'all's story, especially as you have clearly partnered with a technology that can help you deliver on all those big promises and expectations that you or your customers have out there. So we look forward to having you back and get an update on what's going on. But how can folks connect? With you, Scott Wolfer, with Power Sales and Advertising Inc. You can check out our website. It's sakc.com and it'll have all the information that we have out there. Awesome. And we can come and connect and get your barbecue insights at a Chiefs game. Absolutely. Well. Come on. Oh, it's definitely I'll be, happening. I'll be, in, this week. I'll be in Section G. Come on out. We're, we're going to have a big old tailgate out there today. So I, love, I love that. Greg White, did you know, Shannon, you too? That that's the first time we always like to connect our global audience with all of our guests. That's the first time, Greg White, that you can find me at. It's not been LinkedIn. It's not been a URL. It's find me in, in uh, Lot G. I, I tell yeah. you, spot. I love that, Greg. I love it too because that's the lot right next to where we go. We'll be right by Light Post F twenty three, Scott. Okay. Wolf, so. okay. 
It'll yeah. be a short, short right. ride. Yeah, so that's right I, across the I would the like way. you to meet my, my friends from Wichita because I think they put on a pretty decent spread. And maybe you guys ought to join these shindigs together. Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Shannon Valancourt, I feel like I feel kind of like left out. Like uh and I, I need a map of uh, your head. Chance. And that's right. That's right, Greg. <laughs> so Shannon, let's make sure folks they want to invite you to come in and walk through their warehouse or right. or you name it, or maybe some golf tips. How can folks connect with you and the Rate Links team on the move? Get me on LinkedIn, go to our website, ratelinks.com. Probably the best way to reach out to me. Be more than happy to connect with people and See how we can help. Awesome. Wonderful. Great to see you again, Shannon, and congrats on your, your team's continued success. Let's see, Scott Wolfer with Power Sales and Advertising. Thank you, Scott, for your time. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Look forward to having you back. And of course, Shannon Valancourt, president with Rate Links. Great to have you back, Shannon. But y'all two don't go anywhere, Shannon. And then again, Shannon, the Bears are going to get better. That's my crystal ball. Okay. The Bears are going to get better. Does that sound good? Oh, my gosh. I hope so. <laughs> Well, always a pleasure to have you back. Greg, before we wrap up today, this great practical conversation, mm. if you think back through Scott's outstanding story of growth and success and getting ready for that next big chapter, right? Which I love that component of Scott's story. And of course, Shannon's take beyond what they did with Scott's organization, but in general, this is what they do. I love that's one element that uh, Shannon added at the end. What is one thing folks got to keep front and center from this conversation, Greg White? Yeah, it's impossible to limit it to one. As okay. You, as you can imagine, uh, the first thing they got to remember is, yes, the Bears will get better after this weekend. Just not this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> not just not. Please don't get better this weekend. No, you know what this makes me think about is a couple of things. One, everybody, this is lesson number one. Mm. If you want a really good relationship. And to create a great integration between your company and a technology or service provider like Ratelinks, ply them with Kansas City Barbecue. Mm. Okay, one. All right. Two is, and this is no joke, two is that what Scott and Shannon did in identifying scenarios, that is something to do in the evaluation process. Think of your most painful processes and put them in front of those technology providers that want your business. And figure out if they can answer it. I mean, you know Shannon can. We watch him do it. We've watched him do it for three years now. I mean, nothing is hard, even hard for him. Or the technology, right? Because, you know what, uh, this is another beautiful thing that I love about tech entrepreneurs is when they have something that they just keep getting the question on, they just build it into the technology. Yeah. And then the answer is right there. Just tell me you got the problem. I flipped the switch. We solved it. Yeah. But, uh, but that evaluation that I was talking about at the beginning of the show of can this technology scale with your business? Ask them your toughest problems. Ask them about the problems that you think you might have and listen carefully to what their answer is for it. If they're solving it or they're asking you more questions and in order to solve it, that's great. If they say something like a remedy, that was an old CRM system before Salesforce disrupted everything. Like a remedy salesman said to me once, Oh, this got so close to physical violence. Every time we asked a question about something unique in our business, we wanted a solution to. The answer was your solution, your way. Or yet, or yes, we can do that. I want you, I want to tell you as a former 
and reformed tech salesmen. Yes, we yeah. can do that means no, we don't do that yet, but we can someday <laughs> or with some configuration. Yes, we do that is the answer mm. that you want. Okay. But more importantly, just talk about those tough problems. Those things that are foremost in your mind are also those things that are going to make you most successful early in the engagement with a new solution and technology provider. And that creates the belief that this thing can work among your people, all of your people, the people operating it, the people impacted by it, and the people who paid good, good money for it. Mm -hmm. Well said. I love that, Greg. Always a pleasure knocking out these conversations. Well, folks, hey, big thanks for y'all joining us. Big thanks to Shannon and Scott. Both appreciate, really appreciate y'all's story here today. Lots of uh, universal uh, takeaways regardless. And as uh, Kamisha says, uh, <laughs> just leave the barbecue sauce behind. Enjoy the game, folks. <laughs> love that. Great to have you here, Kamisha. Greg, always a pleasure. Hey, big thanks to all the folks behind the scenes. Amanda, Catherine, Shannon C., and Tracy helping to facilitate and make today's production happen. But whatever you do, folks, thanks for being here. Take a kernel of truth. Take something from Scott and Shannon, what they shared here today, mm -hmm. and Greg as well. Put it into action. Deeds, not words. And with that said, make sure you connect with Shannon and the RateLinks team. Of course, the Power Sales and Advertising Inc. team would drop those URLs in the chat. But Scott Loon challenging you to do good to give forward and to be the change that's needed. And we'll see you next time right back here. That's a plot you now. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being a part of our Supply Chain Now community. Check out all of our programming at supplychainnow.com and make sure you subscribe to Supply Chain Now anywhere you listen to podcasts and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time on Supply Chain Now. <laughs>